All right, welcome back to the Don't Judge Me podcast. Here today with Sir Nigel, House of the Wave Files from Dark Gray Triad. Boys looking left, because I'm not right. I'm here today with a couple people, actually. <laughs> but I'll introduce <laughs> first. It's me, the J Del Negro MC. And then after I get done with this, we'll introduce the third member of the collective non judgmental party. Uh, but first and foremost, thank you, Jury, for tuning in to the Don't Judge Me podcast, where it is absolutely your pleasure to make our acquaintance. To reach us, leave us a voicemail at 410-834-1562. Email us at don'tjudgepod at gmail.com or message Sir Nigel on his House of Wave Files messaging system, a.k.a. WhatsApp, at Don't Judge Me podcast. Your comments will be shared with other jury members and you will be judged accordingly. For more content, visit our YouTube page. Not even certain this episode is going to go up on YouTube, but whatever. Now let's proceed with the show to continue to judge in life. With us this episode is another contributing member of the Portal of Judgment. I would go as far as to say he is the most talented member of the Portal of Judgment. And he has skills and abilities beyond just judgment. He is a great pseudo barbecue chef. Mm -hmm. He is a magnificent tap dancer. Uh, I am sure he could open a child care service center and karate place at the same time. Not wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, Honey Glaze is here with us, everyone. Honey Glaze. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? It's Ronnie C, a.k.a. your favorite Honey Glaze, a.k.a. your Freak Nick Daddy. What's going on? You know they're supposed to be doing a documentary on Freak Nick? Exactly why it came up, House of Oh, yeah. You know I'm going to be there. An hour and a half of Ron. That's where I originated. Now you're going to find out where honey clays came from, guys. Oh. <laughs> oh. So, sir, how, how's it going, man? How's, how's life? Life's good, man. I moved down south, a.k.a. Freaknik. Um, <laughs> and it's been good, man. I, I like it down south. Um, it's more diverse than I thought. Got to say. I was expecting the worst, and I got pleasantly surprised. I feel like you gotta go Midwest. <laughs> oh, Midwest is great. Not have as many, but like I feel like South. I feel like you're good. Listen, we all landed in South Carolina, so I'm pretty sure this, the further south you go is kind of where it'll pick up to be a little bit more. Diverse. I feel like it's like you know those like bell curve joints. Uh-huh. Like as you go to Florida, it top you know. Yeah, it's like dropping back down. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Charlotte reminds me a lot of New York. It's a lot of ethnicities that have just converged because everybody's like, no one's native charlatan. They're just, they're out of, yeah, it's like everybody comes here for work or because it's a easier place to live. It's like the biggest little city because the city looks big and then you get in there, you're like, oh, that's small. I, I made it through in three minutes. That's that's great. And then you go home. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm in Monroe and I literally can drive, take one road, to go straight through downtown and be That's through right. downtown in like 
Five, ten minutes. That's it. Downtown. That's like downtown Columbia. Have you all been to Columbia Mall before? I've been there. You have been to downtown Columbia, the mall. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I can believe that. It's a couple buildings around it. Beautiful downtown. Is that like downtown Baltimore? Because really, when people say that, they only say the Inner Harbor. That's all they're talking about. Significant thing. Because honestly, if somebody said like you want me in downtown uh, Baltimore, I would say like, is that near the harbor? <laughs> but you know, it's yeah, a little that's further it. west. Well, a lot that's further. It. That's, that's all they say. That's all the same. I said I wouldn't consider them one and the same. Got it. I, I would separate them, but they yeah. probably are the same. West <laughs> West downtown Baltimore is where the dope fiends are. And east where the harbor is is just where all the the touristy attraction areas is because it's close to the football and baseball stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, so yeah, they don't talk about the west side. No, they, it's got Lexington Market, but that's where all the Dolphins go to. So yeah, that's not advertised. I didn't see that on Hippodrome's no, over there. <laughs> uh, the arenas over there. You get an advertisement in your penny saver. You guys have a great <laughs> tunnel. Penny saver in decades. Oh, I'd be, I'd be once she's on the floor. Yeah, yeah, she's on the floor. And that's all like this real picture. Um, I got a friend seven not too long ago. I had one of those buy one, get one free at Ruby Tuesday. I definitely kept it. <laughs> Where's a Ruby Tuesday? I don't know, but just in case. I want it. I keep there, you'll find one. <laughs> They're kept alive just for their salad bar. That's it. That's all people go for. Actually, I don't know where Ruby The places on <laughs> Ruby Tuesdays are closed. Yeah, you know, it's probably like it's probably like hidden somewhere in Maryland next to a Kmart, and it's probably just you know thriving in that community. Um, yeah. But I don't know where one is either. I mean, if there isn't actually a surplus of Ruby Tuesdays, do they do their grocery shopping at Aldi's? Like, do, do they just have a staff member like we need to go and get more lettuce for the salad bar? Mm -hmm. I feel like yeah, absolutely, because it's definitely like bag pulled apart, salad dumped in. Like that's that's life. That Ruby Tuesdays. What was, what was the restaurant growing up that you loved to go to as a kid? That I loved to go to as a kid. Um, it was all breakfast joints for me. So I grew up in Oxon Hill. I went to a place called Bob's Big Boys. And it's no longer here in Oxon Hill. But Bob's Big Boy had a mean buffet. And me and my brother's go-to was always these cheese eggs. And I don't know why, but they was just so good. And so we was devastated when they went away. But it's always been them. And then when we moved to Virginia, it was a place called Shoney's, same which was still oh, breakfast same. and latest. I've been to Shoney's. Big boys and Shoney's. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> so, Shoney's. Like your waitress yeah. will have less teeth at Shoney's. Absolutely. 100%. It was like a bear or something. So they tried to make it friendly. It was like a Shoney bear. And I was like, what the hell is this? And I was like, that's our mascot. And I was like, I don't, I don't know how you get that. But all right. So, yeah, so those are the two biggest ones. It's always been breakfast joints for me, though. It's not been, like, lunch or dinner. Mine was Friendly's. Uh, Friendly's was my spizzle. All right, all right. So, story. That's the place we used to have a Friendly's in Upper Marlboro, and they got rid of it. But I have to say, Friendly's is on the spot just because that's what me and my stepmom, you know, when you have a step-parent and they've been there for a while, they try and find something to connect with you. Me and my stepmom will always go to Friendly's on Fridays. And get some ice cream, just me and her, and just chill. And so, Friendly's got a special place in my heart. So we're gonna put that in the special mentions. Special and thank you for for bringing that up because I almost forgot about it. You know, my mom didn't take us anywhere for real. <laughs> <laughs> if my childhood is the pinnacle of like, and I don't like. I'm gonna tell you for real talk. I didn't have Popeye's. I was in college. 
Like oh real no, talk. like real talk. Like I um I went to like KFC like once or twice, <laughs> and like everybody was like, yeah, Popeyes. Popeyes. I'm like, I had to lie. Like I was like, yeah, Popeyes. And then I was like, yeah, the, the two piece. Like I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> and even to the day, I don't know how to order from there because I like, it, it was too late in the game. I don't know. Like when the Popeye sandwich. The reason why I didn't get it because I, I was scared. I'm not gonna lie. Like I just didn't know what you I should have been scared because people was dying over there. I don't know the atmosphere. I've never, I've never personally gone into Popeyes and ordered food, so I don't know what it's like. Like I've had it since in college, but I've never personally walked in and been like, I know what I want. Like I don't know. You have I, to get the experience. I don't know that Nigel, anyway, you got to go and get the experience, my I, brother. That's what I'm saying. I, I, you know, but at this point, I'm 40. Like, I mean, I, you know. <laughs> There's like, no I, better time than the present to find out what it's know, like to I go agree. into a Popeye's. <laughs> yeah, just be like, hey, hey I'm going to take y'all to something. Get y'all in. <laughs> um, but I guess, like, honestly, like, I guess my first restaurant for real for that I used to go to all the time, uh, probably Olive Garden. I was, I was, uh, I mean, at least your family when you're there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I didn't go with <laughs> I went with college friends, like, and you couldn't tell me nothing. And then I found out I got a hip that Olive Garden was like the cheap spot. And I was like, but this is quality. <laughs> Not quality. <laughs> I mean, they breadsticks was quality, but that's. No, that I learned I eventually with the Maggiano's, and I was like, what have I been putting in my body? <laughs> Family. That's what you The Fast and the Furious. Yeah, at dinner. At Olive Garden. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know what's going to happen? They're going to jam someone's car with a breadstick or something. Like, <laughs> Next is space. I don't think they've been to space yet. And I, have, I don't know. I, did they? See, I'm far, so far removed. The last one I saw, they was in Brazil. And then I was just oh, like, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't continue on. Because I just couldn't. It was the last Paul Walker film, as a matter of fact. When Paul died, I was like, okay, I'm out. No, he's apparently been in three more <laughs> since he died. Uh, he's, they just he's CGI. upcoming one. Yes, yeah, so. they just CGI him. Uh, they use his brother and they like CGI like <laughs> disrespectful. No, it is, and they literally be having like they be. It is, it's so funny because like the, the scene that they guess they recorded is out of context, so you just see him like, nah, man. But they got like work the dialogue around this one snippet, <laughs> so you'll see like. Uh, like, like, let's say, like, you see, like, hey, man, we need to do this for family, and all of a sudden, it just cuts to Paul Walker. Nah, man, and it's like, oh, back to Ben Diesel, and it's like everybody's what? in the house, and you see Paul Walker in lids, like at the yo, counter, yo, and just looking over, nah, and then even the lighting's off, so it's like you know daylight with, uh, and then when it cuts to Paul, it's like nighttime, and it's like, what is that? What? <laughs> nah, I'm so glad I stopped. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, like I mean, like we, we really didn't go anywhere. My mom was always like, We got food at home. My man was we got food at home, kid. All right, cool. Was she food at home? Was it like real? Was she cooking like or was she throwing down food at home? Yeah, but see, that's the difference. If you got somebody who's throwing down at home, I I prefer that because you know what I'm saying. I mean, that, that's where I kind of grew up. So like I really didn't even get into like carryouts and stuff like that. Like every once in a while, my, actually Domino's. Every once in a while, we had Domino's pizza, and because my dad like just verbally abused this guy, he was giving us free pizzas. What would your dad say to the pizza? I don't know. He'd be saying <laughs> one of his favorite things. He always would say he talked to this guy, chopping him up for like an hour. Now this is delivery. Like it's like what? Why is this guy on the phone with my dad for an hour? But he's like, man, look, I got two sons. They're hungry. You know, I'm just like, I got I got four little words. You know what that is? And he's like, what? He's like, help, help me, help me. <laughs> 
help me feed these boys. And so he was like, we would order one pizza and then like four would show up. And it's like, why are we need four pizzas? It's two kids. What are you doing? And so Donald Yo. probably, you know what your dad said? Yo. Family. Yo, family. <laughs> that was a hustle. That's probably why I watched all of them, because it's been stitched into my soul. And that's why I gravitated to Olive Garden. I was like, you know what? This space is like a reputable reputation for family. And so, um, yeah, Domino's. Uh, Domino's probably, I don't consider that a restaurant though, because it was delivered. So, um, yeah, my mom was always throwing down, and she just refused to, she always talking about there's chemicals in the food or something. So uh, there's always an article. So so now, will she let you cook for her? Or she's like, nah. Look, I'm telling you, look, when the fire happened at my mom's house, right? She was at my house. I cooked the first night. She was like, I'm good. And she started, she was like, you don't need to cook <laughs> And I, I threw down. I thought I threw down. Like, and she was like, no, nah, sure. you don't need to eat that. She literally wow. ate slow. She did a slow cooker for six months and then took it after she moved out. Dang. She was like, you know, I like it after she moved out. It's mine now. No, but the thing is, I bought her one, and then she's like, "Well, I'm familiar with this one. I'm gonna take this one." I was like, "But I didn't." Oh, so she gave you the new one. I bought you. Yeah, she did. She take. Okay, so she took. She left you the new one, and she took the old one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm I'm alright with that. Yeah, I guess the peppery flavors Mm -hmm. and stuff. But yeah, she. um, I cooked her one thing, and she was like, "No, I'm good." Dang. See, that's different. My mom used to throw down, and then she reached a point in her life where she just stopped. And then it would just all went left from there. Like if you spend like twenty some odd years with somebody who just throws down, can cook at all, something happens in their life, and all of a sudden they just forget how to cook. That was my mother, and I was like, "Oh, this cannot be a thing." So I had to learn how to cook so that we could eat good. So now I host all the Thanksgiving meals. She's like, "You need me to bring anything?" I'm like, "Yourself, and maybe you can buy some drinks, but don't make nothing else." That would be good to my wife. Hey, that's a, yeah. That you gotta, you have to learn. Now I got my kids in the kitchen. I'm like, y'all gonna learn how to cook, damn it. Because it's a, it's a, it's a skill set that's needed. Like, right? Like, I mean, we losing recipes every day. No, I, I asked my mom actually. Like, when I moved out, I actually like asked her like, give me all the recipes, and I wrote them down. And now I know how to make pretty much yeah. all the stuff that she's done. Like nowadays, that like, she be throwing some wild stuff out there, and I'm like, oh, okay, olives on blonde, but. You know what I'm saying? Like, for the most part, like, mama, we not doing apples in the potato salad. Look, we're not doing that. No, she, no, no. she doing some. Water. She'd be like making a salad, and all of a sudden, it'd be like a pineapple in there. I'd be like, where did this come from? Like, I mean, I know it's sweet, but you just but it's, it's some stuff. It's warranted, right? Like maybe, like, but it's like this is a salad. Like, why is it just lettuce and pineapple? Like, what is it? What is what is the <laughs> It's an old family Olive Garden recipe oh, there, so I never used to. <laughs> so sometimes it's just like, oh, this is what I had. I'm like, yeah, but you know, tangerines and pineapples are not the same. Like, you know, you can't just substitute fruit however you want. Like, yeah, you can't. That's not. Like, Why did you? Because this is a struggle meal. I don't know what this. I didn't sign up for Ooh, this. I got one for you. You brought it up. <laughs> struggle meal of choice. I'll go first. Oh. I had relatives that had been spent time in state penitentiary. So when they came home, they brought home what was known as the hookup, which is essentially ooze and noodles, a mixture of tuna fish, mayonnaise, and whatever seasoning or spices or sauces you can come across. Mix that all together, put it on a saltine cracker. The summer of 92, I was eating the hookup all summer and looking forward to it. I'm throwing sardines. I'm throwing a uh, little Vienna sauce. I'm not even recognizing, like, I am institutionalizing myself outside of these streets. 
I'm in the seventh grade talking about, hey, you know what I mean? Looking over my shoulder while I'm mixing. Yeah, I wish I was supposed to be mixing. Pull out a oodles and noodles, a can of tuna, and like a mayonnaise packet. That like that was the struggle meal. Listen, you just let me know how sheltered I was as a child because apparently I've never had incarcerated relatives come show me the hookup. And that's never been a struggle meal that I've known of. So I can congrats to you for being where you are <laughs> today. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard. Yeah, nah. Well, my meatlock. <laughs> <laughs> are, so, are you familiar with the meatlock? Have you heard this? I'm, no, no. Okay, so, so meatlock. one day I, I had, I was, uh, I was like, oh, I'm hungry, right? And I was like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, yo, meatloaf is just, you know, meat with just stuff in it. So why can't I just not add stuff and make a meatlock, right? Like, I can always just compensate with sauce. All right, and I was like, "Yo, you know, meat meatloaf is only good with the tomato sauce or ketchup. You know, like it, it needs that, right? So, in theory, I would be doing the same thing. I got barbecue sauce in the refrigerator. I'm good. I just literally put a cone of meat on a pan and just cook it. I'm gonna tell you, I've never, I've had salty crackers more moist than this fucking meatloaf. Okay, because this shit was dry. Okay." And I, mean, I almost died. Like, I was like, all Yo. right, I'm not going to make that again. But I was like, you know what? Follow me for recipe. <laughs> Follow me for nah. Nah, I had I had regular like struggle meals, y'all. Like y'all, I don't y'all have doing something different. I just realized my life has always been good apparently, and I'm I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm good. Like you had bologna, fried bologna sandwiches, right? I'm like, okay, bologna or spam. Back in the day, spam was heavy, especially in my country. Grandma cooking like that was it. Spam on some mayonnaise and bread that was hitting. Uh, but once you know, I got civilized. It was like peanut butter jelly. You know, I think. For a year or two of my life, I had to have like cereal and water, and you oh, never get over that. Yeah. You never get over that. Like I look at my kids now, like y'all have no clue what struggle with it. They're having like oat milk and, and latte, right? And dairy, last yeah, night. none of that. Oh my god! Now rice krispies don't even snap, crackle, pop with water. They just I can't think of any cereal that'd be good with water. I can't think. I can't There's think none. That. I can't do that. That is just like, uh, sugar water, essentially. Like. Ugh. You might as well just it's like, not rice krispie wasn't even sugar water it was just rice water right that, you know, it just see, wasn't even i could maybe like, like right i can maybe suggest about like frosted flakes and, and, and water i can maybe see cinnamon toast crunch and water imagine cheerios and water bro like that, that yo yo i like i said i never got over it yeah i'm just eating cereal why'd you have to add water eat like sunflower seeds like 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 because you know, as a kid, as a kid, you like used to eating cereal with something. You know what I'm saying? Usually if it's milk, even if it's skim milk, skim milk, you'd be like, okay, you know, it's not the best. I'll have it though. But when you were growing up poor, you like, okay, I either eat dry cereal. Rice Krispies not good dry. It's like he's gonna get all over the place. And so I'm like, okay, water's wet, <laughs> milk is wet. Let's try this. And then after that first spoonful, and you realize all the life decisions you made up until this point have been wrong. Um, yeah, it hits you differently. So I, I can't say I've had it more than once or twice, but it stuck with you. It's like you you realize where you are <laughs> as far as like how much money your family makes when you drink when you eat cereal and water. You're just like, oh, I'm poor. I get it. Yes. <laughs> this is it. This is what this means. I feel like Rice Krispies and water is the same stuff that they use to fabricate wood. 
You know when you get cheap oh, furniture and it's got that compiles compiled wood. Mm. Hey, I can believe it. I can believe it. I, I listen. I see it. I, you just crunch them up, put them in there, compress it, water. Compress it, you got it. Heat activated. It's reinforced. You know, listen. Cheaply made. That's you know. I spent my whole life saying I just don't want my kids to have Rice Krispies and water, and that's been my my single driving force of being successful. It's like yeah, I just don't want them. Hy hypothetical. Now put yourself in the position of I'm ridiculous. So all of us are currently ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I can maybe envision that. Okay, yes. What is your single driving force as a parent? You don't want your kids to do what? Hmm. Oh, that's a good question. Because I'm ridiculous, so I don't want to say like, what my honest one is. Yeah, I don't want the honest answer. We just want something. Nah. Like, like, I don't want my kid to ever be arrested for being a Kia boy. If he's going to steal a car, <laughs> I need him to steal a much better car than a Kia. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be just hot wiring with a USB port. I mean, like, do better. Steal yeah. a Land Rover. Steal a vehicle with tracking information on it so that you run the risk of getting caught and it's five stars every time you get in the vehicle. You know what I mean? My single driving force didn't. I don't want my kids to be victims. I need them to be aggressors at all times. You know, I need y'all to start the fight. Yeah. I need y'all to steal the lunch money. I need y'all to be the one starting some ish. Because what I don't want is you to come to me being tattletale Tommy, talk about he hit me or he did this. Nah, Slim. I need their parents to come to me. So it just makes me feel better that you're not being taken advantage of. So I'm going to use that as my answer for sure. Like, I'm going to scold you in front of him, but in real life, like, I'm thinking to get ice cream afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> like when things get, you know, like, is progressing, right? I, would, I wouldn't mind, you know, like, I want my kid to be a troll. <laughs> I guess same as an aggressor, right? Like, yeah. Just, just all day just making shit posts. I think that would be awesome. Because my fear, and my honest answer, is I, I, my fear is that they're not funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> or they say some stuff like, hey, Taddy, look at this. I'm like, boy. It's bad though, cause you raise it. So okay, so I don't want my kids to be sensitive, cause I'm not sensitive. You can't be sensitive in this sensitive ass world, right? But that's my fear. Like my son just started a YouTube channel, and I had to have a whole discussion with him about opening up the comment section. <laughs> I was like, "Look, my guy, <laughs> the world is an evil place." And he's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like. You'll find out really soon, but the comments are going to come at you just because they can, and I can't stop them. It's like, I, but I'm just, I'm fearful because, like, you put them, I don't want to stop them from doing YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Everybody doing YouTube is cool, but at the same token, I'm like, I can't protect you from what you're about to witness, my guy. Like, I need you to both experience it, but also be protected from it. I don't know how you do both besides talking with them because I'm like, you're going to have some shit thrown at you. Oh, yeah, because people just will say something just to say something. Just to say it. Yeah. Just, just to say it. I told you guys not to read it. You brought that on yourself. You yeah. Yourself. Yeah, but you know, the fear is they so sensitive, they're going to take it, and, you know, then they have all types of issues, and you got YouTube people trying to commit suicide. I ain't trying to go that route, Slim. So the first, the first act of harm that I see, like he just sitting in his room eating cinnamon pop-tarts all day or rice crispies water <laughs> i know we were listen we're gonna shut youtube down for a minute bro we're gonna shut it down you grab the box and grab a jug of water you're like no 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 
like, we need to talk. We need to talk. We need to talk. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was. That's what... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's sad. I, I feel like in every kid's head, the soundtrack is Juice World. All Juice World is just playing in every kid's head right now, and they're just so, like, depressed and confused and misunderstood. When it gets dark outside. Yeah, they just, they just hear it all the time in their head. I was just like, <laughs> Well, kind of in a way, like like it was funny because I mean that's nice. No, no, I know, right? But you know, even when he was talking about what's that spice, that new rapper, whatever, ice spice, yeah, like I don't remember that spice girl. Like, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) and so, (laughs) and of course, now that I know about her, I've seen her more often, right? And I'm like, oh, that's who that is. So now when you say Juice World, your phone heard it and will show you Juice World. You know, it would definitely be like a whole rack of Juice World stuff. I haven't seen them. Probably a typical uh, young uh, young kid with dreads or there something. Go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've probably seen him thousands of times. Um, I just don't know. <laughs> I think he died too, by the way. Shout out to Juice World. Yep, yeah. he OD'd in the airport. We definitely talked about it. On yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he OD'd? I thought he like caught fire or something. That sounds way better. <laughs> like he landed, I mean, he was like, I mean, police are like here. <laughs> he took a whole bunch of pills. Like, seriously. Just not to get caught or just like just just not to get caught. And so he died. Overdose. Bruh. Like right then and there. He took all Bruh. just like just just take the counseling, my guy. Bro, you can't even be like, hey, my dude, I have a career. Could you take this hit for me? Or something. Like I, I give you money or even just Son. hit. You're rich. Kind of. I'm like, about to say, it? just take the counselor and the four years probation and call it a day. You see, this is the problem. This is the problem. People too scared of consequences. This new generation is scared of consequences. All right, yeah. old generation, we knew we was gonna get in trouble. <laughs> we knew we was gonna get in trouble, and we're gonna do it anyway. I'm, I'm looking at the consequences. This is the worst case scenario. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get my ass whooped, but I'm gonna do it. Right. Like, no. Even if let's say I had like a kilo on me, right, and a cop was like walking up to my car, I'm not gonna be like, my first thought is to consume oh. all of this. <laughs> like, bruh. Nah. Even if it's like, all right, usually one or two gets me messed up. I have thirty in my hand. <laughs> like, that's how this. But see, do you like you said? You just fear your kids ain't funny. You just walk up, roll down the window. You got me. I don't know how you knew, but you got me. Go ahead and get it. It's in the truck. Even like I guess also having conversations because I'm gonna tell you right now, even like taking hauls, I don't take too many of those. I'm like, you never know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I might have a problem. <laughs> Mess up my taste buds like this. I follow those. Rebel tells somebody like every six hours. I don't miss that six hour window. Like I don't hit it like oh it's four. No, I'm like six, 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 six. And I'll give it. I've done it earlier. You know what I'm saying? But most times I try to stick to that schedule. The fact that he was like, yo, I got 30, 50 pills. Of... Like no, bro. Like, yeah, no. Nah. All he nah. was, was some water to pour on top of it so that he could have a bowl to scoop it up with. Yo. I mean, that is, I didn't know that. Like, I originally, I thought it was like something happened. It was a fire. He ended up, like, the original stories was like, yeah, there was something that happened. I didn't, I didn't follow up on it, obviously. Number one, because I don't know who Juice World is. Number two, it took me like five years after his death to actually understand who Juice World was. But then number three, I just couldn't fathom. Like someone just saying, "Oh, I don't want to get caught." I guess it was a fire because he was lit. I mean, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> he was lit for thirty seconds. <laughs> he I see what you did there. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That's that's wild. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, that's he wild. pretty much was just like, "I don't want to get caught." 
I'm pretty sure I know what he looks like, but it still doesn't matter. Like he, dummy, and that's. The I same. mean, I still don't know who Ice Spice is, so. Got to do you more are. experience, guys. Got to do more experience. I think I don't know if I shared it with you guys, but uh, I put it on my IG story. A, a guy leaves a woman because her son is too bad. He's oh, like, I, you didn't send it to me. I've seen it though. And then the first comment was, "Well, his daddy left. No reason for this nigga to stay." Yes, and you want to talk about the burn I felt? There's <laughs> facts. It's just like it's facts. It's like yeah, yeah. daddy didn't want to stay. So why, why did you? you? Why you? Yo, there are some. But see, that's why we talk about the comments. Just ruthless. Just ruthless. Because the girl, the girl recorded it. The girl recorded. Oh, you just gonna leave me? Because my son is. He's. I didn't try to help. You know, parent, but he just keep doing. I'm out. Well, she quit to record. He quit to tell the truth. And the comments are like, "What? What you gonna shame a man in the stain? Because you can't control your 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 child? Nah, that's what it is. So, as fathers and fictional fathers, we have to do more to be in our kids' lives to keep them from stealing kids. To uh, not be bullied and be victims, and to not be trolls. So yeah. as 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 men, yo, stand up and decree today, we will not let this happen to our kids. You know, that's the honestly. There's a whole bunch they don't put in a pamphlet about being a parent, because parenting is hard. Because you want to not your kid to be a certain way, but you also don't want to force them to be another way. Like my son played basketball and he was good. But he wasn't aggressive enough, right? Like he, the first game, he shot the first shot, went in. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. And then all of a sudden, he did like something. He was up on his dude, and he got a foul, and that like that whole thing turned him into just this passive basketball player. He had the height, he had the speed, but he just ever since that whistle, he just like backed up. And I'm like, you can't play basketball if you're not aggressive. But he just backed off, and so I've been working with him. <laughs> Back in the backyard, he switched to football. So him and this little dude that lives literally right next door come in my backyard, and I throw the football to him. We play one-on-one drills. And so from playing them one-on-one drills, I'm talking to them both. First of all, they didn't know how to run routes worth a damn. They looked like they were salsa dancing with each other. And I said, this is not <laughs> – I, I, you're not mine, but you can't do that. <laughs> so I have to teach you how to run routes. So I taught him how to run routes, right? You know what I'm saying? So I teach him to run routes, and I'm like, okay, y'all getting good. But all of a sudden, the competitive spirit started kicking in. They started shoving a little bit more. And then all of a sudden, like, one thing led to another. They was trying to tackle. My son, Caden, just threw him off. He hit the ground. He scored a touchdown. He started crying. Dude started crying. I thought they was going to start going to blows. I was like, we're going to have to pause. Like, I want you to be aggressive, but I don't want you to be that aggressive. But that's parenting. Like, it's like, I want you to gain some edge, but I, it can't be too much of an edge to where you want to fight people. You know what I'm saying? That's hard. That's a hard balance. I want you to not be sensitive, but I want you to have empathy. That's a hard balance to achieve when there's a whole bunch of stuff coming at you. Well, the best way to um, monitor and, and control that is orange slices after the end of games. Make sure you give them orange slices. That's true. To go I did apple. I did apple salad and apple slices. You didn't have the oranges. It's the orange slices. That's because it takes time and it soothes them. Gotcha. A gogurt. The vitamin C. And got it. It, 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 it regulates. Uh, it regulates uh, aggression. 
Uh, I think we should probably wrap this bad boy up. So uh, anyways, is there anything you want to tell the audience of the Don't Jeopardy podcast? And, and as always, you're welcome to come back whenever you want, sir. I want to come back. I Listen, y'all, listen. Jay's been trying to get me on for the past four weeks. But I got four kids, so <laughs> it's tough. But let me let y'all know, I'm going to start being regular. I'm going to start coming to impart my wisdom for everyone to hear. Because it, it sounds like we need more wisdom from fathers and, and, and uncles here. So I'm going to try to make it some more. Well, we appreciate that. Uh, how's the uh, cooking page going? It's going. So, uh, speaking of which, I probably will post something this weekend. I'm going to start. So we moved down to Charlotte. I had a grandfather who lived here, and he said I couldn't have a wood pellet grill smoker because he said that was that was not what charlatans do or southern people do. So he gave me this, like, maximum professional 200-pound steel grill that I'm going to start using. And so that's that's coming on my page next. It's called Home Cooked Heaven, home.cook.heaven. I post my little home-cooked meals on the page to show y'all what I'm cooking up. I don't do the videos yet because I don't want y'all to critique how I'm doing it or whatever. I don't, I don't need y'all in my face. I just need y'all to see the finished project. So, I mean, if you're looking good, sorry, sorry I can't get something. I appreciate it. Hey, if you ever come down to Charlotte, feel free to stop by, my friend. You don't live in the hood, right? No, no. Can't, can't do that. I'm in the rich area of Monroe, if there is such a thing. I, I will be through. It's not a thing. Just okay. let you know. <laughs> Suburbian. Appreciate you coming by to visit, and hopefully you'll be, again, you'll be back again very, very soon. But uh, thank you to the jury members. The actions you just heard have been arranged correctly, and our judgment is final. If you want to provide different input or share an agreement, please reach out to us via email at don'tjudgepod at gmail.com. The voicemail number is 410-834-1562. Or you can hit up Sir Nigel on WhatsApp at Don't Judge. What is it? Don't Judge Me Podcast? No, Don't Judge Podcast. And remember to enjoy life. Do whatever you want with that life, just as long as you don't judge me for judging you. Yep. And uh, Twitter, Instagram, don't judge pod. Nothing uh, ratchet to end with. So uh, enjoy uh, this nice weather and uh, find some sundresses. All right. Raise your kids, everyone. Raise your kids. Raise them. Mm -hmm. Only fans. <laughs>